God, we are one gimme field goal away from an all MacArthur Shiva Bowl. Do not jinx him. Jenny, there's no jinxing. You got a top five kicker for a 37 yarder with no wind in the middle. Silence! Here we go. Clean snap. Snap is good. Good at top. Looks good. Post! Post! Okay, I know you're upset right now, but next week you're gonna be so relaxed. Trust Shit! I won! It's an Xmas miracle! Oh. oh, this miracle smells like poo. Shit! Did you lose? You shut your mouth! Every year I set this league up, every year, and I never win! This was the year! Bullshit! I babysit you morons, I babysit you! Oh, help me out, do this, move that guy around! Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup! Stupid wise men! Stow your stupid eggs! My eggs! Stupid, stupid Daddy, stop! Egg. Keggle's watching you. He's going to abort to Santa. Me in the eye, Ellie. There is no Keggle. And there's no Santa Claus. And there's no Christmas. There's no God. There's no Easter Bunny. There's nothing, 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 nothing. I got to say, I feel like I just won twice. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of your favorite podcast, Hausable Deniability. I am your host, David Miller, alongside Bob, lukewarm tall boy Bland. Hi, Bob. Hello, David. You know, this is our first episode of 2022. That's pretty cool stuff. We we made it through the past couple of years. That's exciting. Yeah, we cleared Christmas, both of us and the show. Uh, it's it's impressive since, you know, Lukewarm Tall Boys has been consolidating. Lukewarm Tall Boys Studio. That's true. We've, we've been downsizing, but possible deniability has survived the axe for now. Let me ask you, Bob, <laughs> there's a few things before we kind of get started in today's episode. I, I, there's a few things that I wanted to touch on. Some okay. quick hits here. Um, I know there were some people that were asking about the fact that in the last episode, we didn't really talk about our weight. Um, which people were asking? Staple. Really? Uh, seriously yeah yeah a couple people ask actually and so i just wanted to to let everybody know we're still fat and and that's really the reason we didn't <laughs> share um uh, I, I i honestly for myself i will tell you that i did weigh yesterday and i was at 235, 235. wow so you're I, you're still down 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 yeah i did go down a little bit um maybe it's the cancer i don't know uh what 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 I, no i i i as far as i'm aware i don't have cancer i just threw that out there that's a that's a sad shocking thing i shouldn't have said that i apologize shocks you uh, all shocks my you. texas fans um no i i don't know why i'm losing weight frankly um i mean i haven't been eating horribly but i haven't been doing my best either well I have been eating horribly and it's the holidays and had a prolonged uh, period of what you might call an involuntary sabbatical from uh, employment. So that's not helping either with the daily routine or just my general state of mind and stress eating and things of that nature. So I am not 230 or 40 or 50 or 60, or we're just going to kind of stop there because that first number still two, and it's just clinging, just barely clinging to being a two. So we're, things are not, things are not looking good on multiple fronts, but we're going to talk today about <laughs> about something that should uh, be fun to talk about. And it kind of piggybacks off of our last episode on gambling. 
And that is the delightful topic of fantasy football. So if you partake in fantasy football, you may actually be excited about and enjoy this episode. And if you don't, you probably turned it off the minute I uttered those words. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about fantasy football. We'll talk about daily fantasy sports in general um, and really just kind of bring it around. So this this kind of goes back around to our topic from last month, uh, gambling, where our, our guest Junior Sotero Lopez um, was such a big hit, by the way. Uh, we did get some feedback that really? one of our best episodes in where are you getting all this feedback? I get no feedback. Where you got feedback? You got feedback on Twitter. Thank you very much. <laughs> From uh, Junior? <laughs> no, no. Hi, William Grove. Hi. Will tweeted us and said and said it was the best show that we've had in a while, which Excellent. probably means something because it was more than just me and you, and it was we had some interaction with a guest. Yes, but that we may want to have guests on again in the future. You know, maybe not necessarily that guest, but we. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> Oh, I can out for junior. I kid because I love. Um, yeah, but but we were talking about gambling and really fantasy football, daily fantasy sports that I'm involved in, big parts of of me. And so I think you know we've talked about this before that you know, I don't really have many addictions or many vices. I don't drink to excess. I don't do drugs. Um, I'm trying to lose weight. You know, I, I'm not addicted to television per se or anything like that. But if I have one, it is gambling in any and all forms. I don't don't think that I am a gambling addict um, because I've never like mortgaged the house to pay a gambling debt. <laughs> and I don't. And the funny part is, is like, I don't gamble like uh, for the most part, I don't do like, like betting lines and money lines and, and teasers and parlays and all that. I don't, I don't care about any of that. Um, that's not of interest to me. And I, and I don't, I don't do college football to that extent. I don't do anything like that, but daily fantasy football, daily fantasy sports on draft. DraftKings and FanDuel. I do that daily. I do the Lotto Jack Pocket. That's a great little app. I told I told you and Gary about that. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've been trying to win money on on the Lotto. Um, that's my addiction. If I ha if it's anything, it's gambling. That is my addiction. It is about winning. It is about winning money. That's my that's my addiction. It is fun to win. But that ends up being, so for me, I end up, in fact, this year, so for, for fantasy football, this is the fewest amount of teams I think I've had in a number of years. I think I only have five leagues right now. Only five. Wow. You've really whittled it down there. No kidding. I, I, seriously, I, I think I think in the past, I'm I'm typically around eight to 10 leagues. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I could did. not keep up with that much. It's not, it's not easy. There's some, some of them that I whittled out. Like there's a group of guys that I've played with for a long time that only like to use the ESPN app and I hate it. I hate the ESPN app. Yeah. Yahoo or GTFO. Yeah, exactly. Yahoo is my, is my, is my site of choice for fantasy football. Um, so I've got four leagues. No, I've got three leagues going only three leagues going in, in, in Yahoo this year. Um, one of which is the a, league I'm in as well. One of those is, is I'm only doing one this year, the asthma field. And which, we, um, we started our playoffs this week and 
you and I are both in the playoffs. Matter of fact, you, you swept through that league like yeah. nobody's business, dominated to the yep. first seed. How will you seed? So yeah, I did, except now I'm getting hit by COVID. Let's oh, talk my- about that team for a second. The team, so we're in a league called the Asthma Field with some guys. And I did. I, I absolutely dominated the league. Thanks um, in no small part to a ill-advised trade that I... <laughs> well, I... I will say that it was nice to get that to get that trade offer. I didn't know how nice it was at the time. Um, yeah, see, Jonathan for- Taylor, who may end up being the league MVP, got off to a little bit of a slow start, and my lack of patience and just general sports acumen led to a hasty offer of basically him and noted quarterback extraordinaire Justin Herbert to you yep. for spare parts, Joe Mixon, and Jalen Hurts. I Bad mean, decision, coach. At the time, it seemed like a good deal. In fact, it was a deal where I was like, you know what? I don't want to give up um, Mixon. I wanted to give up some other running. No, it was, it was, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. I, there, I was, it was either the quarterback. You were, try, you were trying to not give up Hurts. You wanted to get yeah. rid of a different quarterback. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, um, you were all in on Mixon. Mixon now, had a good game. And yeah. you were like, Mixon's going to be a star this year. And I was I'll getting pretty desperate. I don't, I don't know if it had gotten to that point when we did the trade, but I know I started off one and five. So oh, I was no, you about were already feeling it. Cause this was like week four or five. Yeah. So you were already like one. Like I won my first game of the season and then just lost five in a row. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in panic mode. And you were struggling and, and it worked out to my benefit. So to give, to give everyone an example, I was 11 and four during the regular season and everyone else that made the playoffs was eight and seven. So I dominated. Myself I included. Dominated. Correct. Yourself included. You made it via uh, the points. So the, yes. the, the points is what is what got you in. Um, but here's the problem that I have. So now I'm projected to lose this week, Bob, because of COVID-19. Here are some of the players that I have on COVID-19. Well, that would be Dalvin Cook, one of the league's leading running back. Austin Eckler, one of the league's leading running back. Marquez Valdez-Scandling, who has come on strong the past couple of weeks for the Green Bay Packers as a wide receiver. Then yesterday, Jonathan Taylor, our aforementioned Jonathan Taylor, had a horrible night against Arizona. Now, while his team won, he was projected initially to put up almost 21 points. He scored 10. So meanwhile, I'm last night, Chase Edmonds, the oft injured, rarely used Cardinals running back, who's been on my bench most of the year. I made a very, very hasty last second panic decision last night when I I was playing junior and he had Connor and Connor's out. And I'm like, you know, they might actually have to use Edmonds tonight. So what do I got to lose? I want to win the playoffs, right? So literally minutes before kickoff, throw Edmonds in there and I'll be damned if he didn't put me up 23. Yeah. Pretty nice little night for old Edmonds. Yeah, no, it was a nice little night for you. And, and, um, you know, unfortunately you just didn't get the production you needed earlier uh, from Kittle. No, that Kittle, that's going to be my downfall, that three-pointer. Uh, yeah. But that's, I blame Garoppolo. I blame Shanahan that they have I mean, way too many weapons on that team to not be more dominant well, than they are. I mean, Debo Samuel did you a favor for sure. Yeah, Debo he's, dude, 
honestly, all season, he's probably been my most consistent producer. Debo, yeah, that's that that's, guy. That's true. That's true. Yes. Now you you got hurt because you were going against Devontae Adams, who had another yeah. night. Um, uh, and that's so you that's, know, maybe you know. if Baker Mayfield didn't throw 10 picks yesterday, Green Bay wouldn't have the ball all the time. But yeah. that's another <laughs> Yeah, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. <laughs> so anyway, you know, yeah, we're talking about fantasy and and what were happening. So I'm I'm projected to lose this week, which is unfortunate because of the domination I showed through the regular season. I feel like I should have just won by default. I think you guys also have just given me the money, but whatever. I mean now, that's Millerman, not how it worked. That's not how you're it projected to lose, but let's keep things in perspective. Both yourself and your opponent have only had one player go so far. So well, he had still... Nick Chubb, who went off for twice as much <laughs> that he was projected, and I had Jonathan Taylor, who went off for half as much as he was. That's projected. true. Yeah, That's no, true. But you with it. I, I think you're writing yourself off far too quickly. I, well, I, I almost feel like it's inevitable just because we co-host this podcast and we're talking about this now that we are we are destined to meet in that championship game uh, next you're week. You're just so. Edelman the whole thing right there. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Nice job. Bob. Academy run it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that one, that one is is my second favorite league right now is the is the asthma league because I was kicking ass, right? I you was really were. Dominating every week. But my number one fantasy football is a dynasty league, which is where you keep your players every year. And how long have you been in that league? This is our fifth year. This is our fifth year. And it's a it's a bunch of P1s. And we've had we've had some manager changes over the years. Um, a few people have left, a few people have joined. Um the it's a dynasty league, so that means Blake Carrington is the commissioner. So nice. So <laughs> that's a little callback for a little callback to the 80s <laughs> soap opera, 80s primetime soap opera that nobody listening to this even remembers. If you're a fan of Joan Collins and Linda Evans cat fights and water fountains, that's the show right. for you. So I when we started this league, I I screwed up. I drafted that first draft. I didn't pick hardly any young guys. I I picked to dominate. Okay. I picked to win that year and I wasn't thinking long-term. Ah. And so that first year, I, again, just like, just like the asthma field, I dominated the regular season, got into the playoffs. Well, our commissioner, Scott Shepard, didn't set the, didn't set the um, playoff structure correctly. So the championship game was played week seven. The final game of the season where all the good players are resting because they're going into the playoffs. Yeah. (laughs) So I ended up finishing second that year because I lost in the championship. Oh, after all of that. (laughs) So then I've made the playoffs a couple of times, but because of poor decisions in that initial draft, it's really hamstrung me until this year. So this year, I was like, you know what? I made a trade. I ended up getting Travis Kelsey on my team. I have Travis Kelsey, who is the number one tight end in in the National Football League. I have, um, uh, I don't know why I can't think today. I have, um, oh my God. Plausible deniability. Thank you. I I have Cooper Cup, the number one wide receiver in the league. I have Austin Eckler and Leonard Fournette, who have been dominating running backs in the league. And as my quarterback, I have Kyler Murray 
and Josh Allen. So I have two of the top five quarterbacks in the league on my team. So yeah, it's a big deal, right? Like it's, it is a big deal for me. So I've done great. I made it into the playoffs. I won my, my match last week, which was the first week of the playoffs. So now we're in the semifinals, but here's the problem. It's, uh, it's not looking good, buddy, because, uh, well, COVID just, just COVID Fournette's out with a, with he's on the, he's on the injured reserve. Yeah. Eckler's out. Valdez Scandling, who I also have on this team, is out. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is looking like he's going to be out. Yeah. And in so, our, you've got also got Dalvin Cook, who's also COVIDed up. Well, that, I'm talking about my dynasty one, and I don't. Okay. Have, I don't have Dalvin Cook in my dynasty. Um. But yeah, it's it's been bad, and I don't. I'm I'm not going to win because of COVID. Thanks, COVID. Thanks a lot, Ben Coven. Now, what's ironic is you know referring back to that trade we mentioned earlier. Not only is Taylor possibly going to be problematic because of him getting half his projection, but your opponent's starting quarterback is Jalen Hurts, <laughs> who I cut <laughs> a few yeah, weeks ago. Good job. Good job, Bob. <laughs> good job. Uh, nice call there. Nice call. I did get some points from him when I needed to. Uh, like, I think there was a week that uh, my my normal starter, Matthew Stafford, um, was uh, either was a bye week, I think. So, yeah, it worked out. But. I mean, listen, I, again, I love it. And I have fewer teams this year, but I'm but I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're down you to eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to five. But, but five, yeah. Is, the thing is, so what I, because really one of the reasons that I cut it back is because I spend so much time playing DraftKings, which is the daily fantasy. Now, when did you start getting into the daily fantasy, Millerman? It was a few years ago, and I didn't <laughs> play it seriously, or I didn't play it as regularly um, until, until really kind of recently. Recently, so um, I, now I find myself playing any and all sports, even if it's just for a dollar. And the reason is, is because DraftKings gives you these these. It's a reward system, right, for for your plays and how often you do and stuff. So, like, if you play every game in a baseball season, you get a certain amount of rewards. They call them crowns, and your crowns you can use to enter in other tournaments. It's basically like cash. Um, so the more you play, the more you earn. And so I ended up and I started playing like all of baseball and I started playing golf and I started playing the NBA and I started playing baseball. Uh, now I throw in a, an, an NHL game every now and then. I don't watch the NHL. I don't care about the NHL. I can't name five players in the <laughs> NHL. And, but I still do it because I know the math of it. I can look at certain key metrics that are important and then decide on a lineup from there. But they have different game types. They have um, obviously different different um, entry amounts. So there's a lot of ways to play, and I really I really like it. It goes to my gambling addiction that I don't admit that I have. It goes <laughs> to my competitive nature, which I fully admit that I have. Um, so Sounds yeah, like your love of numbers is a big uh, is a big factor here as well. What's that? Your love of numbers. Yeah, I do. I like I like I like math. I like the 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 uh, idea of I don't really like math. I shouldn't say that. I'm not like a math Just guy. Analytics and analysis. Yeah, analytics, probabilities, those type of things. Now that I'm into for sure. And and projections and seeing who performs and who doesn't. Yeah, that's a that's a thing for me for sure. So um, of those of those leagues, where did you of the five leagues, did you make the playoffs in all of them? No. No, I only made it in two of them. Oh, okay. But you're yeah, still I struggled. I struggled mightily. Yeah. Still a lot. Yeah. Now on the Dan on the daily fantasy, 
what what's your success rate there? You, is it pretty hit or miss, or do you do you feel like you're? No, I lose constantly. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I I absolutely just get my ass kicked on a daily basis. Yeah, it's yeah. almost more of a like a lottery. Like it just seems like yes. your your odds are so much stacked against you in that. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is. And and my brother described it perfectly recently, where he said it's like a golfer who hits a good shot. Right when you hit that one good shot, you're like, oh man, this is great. And and you love it. Well, when you get a nice a nice uh lineup and you win, it's like, holy shit, this is great. I love this and I keep yeah. feeding that monster. <laughs> so, so I've had some decent sized wins, right? Like I won $1000 one time playing golf and I won 750 the other night playing playing basketball and I've had some decent sized scores. Um but I have not had just a really big one. Now, my brother did congratulations to him he won a, a very large tournament on FanDuel one night uh in the basketball season earlier yeah. this year um so congratulations to him I'm still chasing that high I'm chasing that one time where I hit just this magical lineup and hope that I hope that I score it big now I'm assuming your brother probably doesn't want us to disclose the amount of said win but uh I would think so <laughs> I would think I so I would suffice it to say there are multiple figs involved there above yeah, I mean, and beyond the for, three for people range. for people that are for people that are that are uh p1s they're gonna if i say that it's it's basically sokolov numbers they're gonna know what i'm talking about wow they're wow know what i'm talking about so and we're not talking about ocugen we're talking about <laughs> actual <laughs> yeah, something yeah. that won that hit big yeah yeah exactly so no he did he did well he did real well and that was that was cool and uh you know like i said i'm chasing that that same type of win i would love to have that on my resume and say that i did it um now if you did hit that big score would that be like okay i'm never gonna do this again because i'll never i'll never hit this big again of course not of course it would just mean that i would spend more like i would up my ante on on the on the level of the entry fees that i'm paying you would reinvest those winnings reinvest those winnings back into let's go Go back. Think about the conversation we had with Junior. It's like it's like going to Vegas. You know, I want to play. I'm 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 addicted to that to that competition. I'm addicted that action. to that thought that I can win. Like like I'm never going to be a professional athlete. I'm never going to be. Um, I don't know, Millerman. You were in my field. You were, but I feel like there are your... certain times where I'm pretty good when it comes to poker or when it comes to this daily fantasy sports and stuff like that. And I can hit that rush. Yeah, I wouldn't sell yourself short on. The not an athlete because you were pretty far along in that Ironman training that you were doing there, the marathon and daily daily videos. I think once you get back on track there, we're yeah. I listen. I, so there's been some changes at work. I told you about that where I accepted a new position and I've gone back into sales. So that's taking up a lot of time right now. Just trying to get back into the swing of things there. Um, it's it's not 100 commission, but it's practically 100 commission. Ooh. Like in reality, um, and I'm doing well, but I, I've got to focus on that. And I've got yeah. to do some overtime to, to kind of get where I need to be. 
Um, that's so reality that's right there. Up, that's <laughs> kind of eating up into my, into my workout time. I haven't worked out consistently and frankly, a couple months. And you know what? I think uh, that's a big thing. I think that's a big reason why I've lost weight is because I've lost muscle. I've lost a lot of muscle because I have not been, I have not been working out. Hey, bottom line is the number keeps dropping. You keep winning. That can only, that can only happen for so long because there's only so much muscle I can lose. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that much to begin with. So yeah, we're, we're probably, we're probably bottoming out as, as we speak. Oh man. Well, you know, I've enjoyed the fantasy stuff. I, I don't win, but I think I've won a, our league or a league once or twice, maybe a few years ago, I think I won and, you know, got a few bucks, but um, daily stuff. I have, I've, I've only done very, very rarely. It just, it just seems like such a long shot to. Well, there's, you know, there's different types in that, in that daily fantasy, right? So there's the major, there's the big tournaments, which can have hundreds of thousands of entrants. And then there are some where you can just go head to head, like oh. 50, 50. Okay. So, you know, uh, if, if you think, you know, if you wanted to pay a dollar to go head to head against somebody, you can do that. They, they have those type of things. And it just, I mean, even that is just something where, you know, you bet a dollar. Okay. Well, you're going to win a buck 80 because you're only going to win 80 cents because the, the, the system's going to take their 10%. Yeah, right? that's, you know, that's how they make their money. But you don't have to bet big and you don't have to be in those tournaments. You can just do one on one. You can do uh, like 10 entrants where the top three get paid, you know, that type of thing. So they have smaller ones. It's those it's those tournaments that they call it. The, the big ones, the multi entry right. where you can win a lot of money and there are a lot of players and you get the professionals because there are professional daily fantasy sports people. And most of those guys, just like in poker and, and other gambling type situations, those guys, um, you know, they, they make it, they make it their, their life and, and they're analytical and they're running their own projections and, you know, all of these different structures that go into it. And it's, it's a big business at this point, you know, DraftKings is a, is a, um, uh, publicly traded company on NASDAQ. And so is, and, and I guess FanDuel and DraftKings, I guess they're basically the same now, different yeah. names but essentially the same thing but it's a it's a publicly traded company um you've got you've got other companies that are going into uh online sports betting like um caesars, caesars and you see all the mgm the ads. yeah well mgm caesars but draftkings has it as well fanduel so in those states where online sports betting is legal that's becoming a big thing not currently legal in texas no idea if and when it ever will be um but yeah there's there's a big business around it. And there are a lot of people that are doing that make that their job. And so, you know, more power to them. Sports betting is not for me. I can't do it. I've watched you do it in Vegas. I know you can't do it either. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's not going to be something that I'm going to get into because I'm just not good at it. I know it, but I love daily fantasy sports and trying to pick the right lineup because you're, you're, you're maximized by, or you're, you're, you have these constraints, right? You have a salary. You have to you have to pick your players within the salary. So you can't just take the top guys. You also have to pick some some cheaper guys that you think are going to perform. And I mean, there's just a lot of thought that goes into it. And yeah, that's for sure. Right there. Yeah, the daily does that, and then even even the regular league. You know, like the season long thing, like we're doing. You you have your team. And like, for example, today, I 
I'm racking. I've got one active running back slot still to go. And I'm trying, I keep going back and forth. Mixon or Najee Harris? Mixon. It's like, okay, well, you know, there's so much to factor in because you're thinking about, okay, well, who are the opponents? How, right. where are each team in their respective season? You know, the Bengals are still making a playoff push. The Steelers are probably out of it. They, you know, how much in there and who are their opponents and, and what's the weather condition? I mean, there's all these things you have to factor in. And I just know I'm going to make the wrong, the wrong decision. But um, well, I just, I just, as we were sitting here, Bob, I was just checking on something, and I just got some horrible news. Horrible, horrible news. Okay, for my uh, dynasty league. So, um, my team name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so I told you it's a bunch of P1s that listen to the ticket. So people that listen to the ticket Wait, are going to. You're understand in a you're in a dynasty team. league with P1s. Yeah. And I and did it, not get an invite to this dynasty league. It was five years ago, and I guarantee you did and there's no way you would have joined Such because you are yeah. who you are but anyway my team name is semen possible <laughs> and uh and semen possible just got some some horrific news it is confirmed that travis kelsey will be out today no and, this actually is great news because and my there opinion. goes my hopes <laughs> for winning today and now i will not be winning this league this year which to Two weeks ago, I thought was a good possibility. Last week when I scored 200 and nobody else scored more than 150, I thought, oh man, this is great. <laughs> and then COVID. So thanks a lot, Ben COVID. That's now great. I can say this because Junior's not going to hear this before the lineups become final. So he won't be able to make this change in time. But not only now he already pulled Kelsey anticipating that and is going with uh, Knox, Noxie. Dawson Knox, yeah. Good. Backup good. tight end. Yep. But yep. Swift for Detroit has also been ruled out and he does not have any other running backs on his bench. Now mm. he does, he does mm. have Henderson in the flex that he could slide over and bring a wide out off the bench. And he might still do that if he sees this in time, but he's not hearing this in time. So fingers crossed. I, I need the win. I'll take someone running into bad luck like that. And, you know, not getting their lineup fixed in time. I'm not above, you know, sure, you're not above a little shenanigans. <laughs> right. Right. I don't blame you, but uh, I don't blame you. Yeah, this is a really weird week for me because as many injuries and COVID as, as have happened, I only had one player in my entire roster who was out and that was, you know, for Thursday's game, I already had him on the bench anyway. So yeah, that's rare. Very rare. Yeah. But uh, now if you were in my shoes, Millerman, on a little tangent, who would you go with in that uh, Najee Harris mix in Sophie's choice today here? Because here's where I, I, Najee <clears throat> Harris is projected for more, but the Steelers are basically out of it. They're playing at Kansas City. It's going to be bad weather, which, okay, yeah, they, they're going to probably run the ball because it's raining, but bad feet, you know, that track's not going to be great. So I don't know, man, the Steelers offense is terrible. I, I, I'm le strong mix terrible, but I think that, um, I think I would probably go with Najee Harris only because again, the Steelers offense is terrible and that's who they're going to have to go to. Rock but aren't the Chiefs just going to eight right man now. in the box key in on Najee since they know they're not going to do anything else? 
I think, man, it's a, it's a tough one, but I just think, I mean, what is what is Cincinnati going to do, right? Cincinnati is going to throw the ball, so is that going to limit? Is that going to limit what they can do with Mixon on the ground, right? Because they've got Jamar Chase and T Higgins, and they and, do, you know, all that. So they're going to be they're going to be throwing the ball, and they're going to have a little bit better weather. So, but the Ravens D has a lot of uh, COVID issues, right? So maybe they're primed to be gashed uh, up the middle. You just wanted to say gash, didn't you? You just uh, <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, if it's me, I mean, you already messed up by starting Deontay Foreman over Najee Harris. So, well, that was a bad. He call did get him. a touchdown, uh, Bob. Bob, no, just just no. I will bet you ten dollars right now that Najee Harris will score more than seven point seven points that Deontay Foreman got for you. So that's a bad call, Coach. Yeah, probably. He did well for me last week. Najee Harris... I mean, it's not his fault necessarily, but the Steelers, it's like he'll he'll have a lot of weeks where he's a single digit guy. Oh, I'll tell you who actually, you know what? Hold on. I, I'm just looking at I'm just looking at what you've got right now. Like um, last week, last week, Najee Harris got 3.6. Actually, I think the I think the one that you're messing up on, I think the one that you're that you're missing here uh is Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett has a big day today. And the fact that the fact that you started Foreman in your in your flex position that hurts you yeah so your only other option is cooper and i i can get i can understand why you don't take cooper out but i think that tyler lockett has a big day today that's going to be your regret right there you're going to leave cooper in because you're a cowboys homer no and and you know what you know what I'm, I'm Cooper has not done much lately. I am, uh, I am, but Bob, if you take my advice right here, then Tyler Lockett gets hurt on the first play and Cooper has four touchdowns tonight. So <laughs> listen, it's, it's, it's a Sophie's choice. I can't help you here. All I'm telling you is that in my DFS, I have, I'm big on Tyler Lockett today and that's why we're screwed. I don't know, Millerman, you might've sold me. You might've sold me. Well, I listen, if I did, if I did sell you, I hope I didn't sell you a bill of good. But I would see, I would see tonight um, against the Redskins. I think I see Ceedee Lamb and Michael Gallup having a big night. And I know there's been a lot of talk this week about Cooper complaining about uh, the, the the dynamic offense or lack thereof that they're experiencing. Uh, but I don't know that that necessarily translates to more passes his way. Um, Ceedee Lamb is such a C.D. Lamb is such a dynamic player that I think that that's that's incredibly important for the Cowboys. Um, really, I need them to to just push the ball to Tony Pollard over and over and over because <laughs> he's my he's one of my running backs in that dynasty league. And since Kelsey's out, I'm going to need all the points I can get. So it's a good call. It's a good call. The but problem with the Seahawks good. is though they're out of it. What are yeah, they playing for? They are. They are. Well, pride because Russell Wilson is that kind of guy, right? Is he? Yes. Is he? Yes. One thousand percent. Give me Russell Wilson over so many quarterbacks in this league because of his mentality and the way he plays. So, so you think a change of scenery might be in order for him? I don't think he'll leave. I, I don't think he'll leave Seattle. I, as long as um, as long as uh, Pete Carroll is the is the coach up there, I don't think he leaves. So, man, this is some food for thought. I really, I know everyone's dying on the edge of their chair, the edge of their chair, to find out what we are going to do with our fantasy teams. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> they are, all three listeners and yeah. i hope that uh i hope they are listening very much um, but we would 
you know, solicit anyone's feedback and opinion regarding your own fantasy football or fantasy sports in general yeah. uh, experience, um, tips. Um, seven, eight, seven, one ball line. Let us hear from you. Yeah. You drive the bus, America. So uh, any other things you'd like to add, Millerman, before we discontinue the uh, session and I go panic, uh, revise my lineup at the last minute? <laughs> oh, man, I feel so guilty. If you take out Cooper and he has a big night and Lockett sucks it up, I'll feel so guilty. But that's you know, what I believe. I'm just putting it this way. That's what I believe. Tyler Lockett has a big game. I so. don't. I won't feel so bad that if Cooper has a big game and he's out of my lineup because it means the Cowboys will have won. And that that's always true. is most that's important. True. Check back in with us on February 1st to find out how we did. Yeah, uh, this will be this will be, be our, our post our postseason wrap up. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, no, I don't. I don't have anything else. Um, Merry Christmas. Did you have a, did you have a nice Christmas Happy New moment? Year? Um, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I did. I did have. How about you? I saw you got to uh, hang out with the grandkid. That looked yeah that looked nice. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we had a good yeah. time. We had a good time. For those who are, uh, and you might have already de- deduced this by the lineup discussions, but this is the morning after Christmas. The Sunday pre uh, pre games, so we're uh, we're sitting here uh, just kind of evaluating how Christmas went. Uh, I think it was good. Um, you know, did you get any? What was your, what was the best thing you got? Um, you know what? Uh, it was kind of a it was kind of a thing where we didn't we didn't really give too many gifts. We we did give some experiences. So oh, okay. I've, I've spent a lot of money recently on some uh, some some shows that are. Oh, coming this is up. non disclosure. So another, another throwback uh, to to another episode about concerts. So something else I'm you're addicted to, to, along with gambling. Is that is true. Music. Yeah, that's correct. Concerts <laughs> and gambling. Those are my addictions. Um, I think I mentioned this. I, I think I mentioned this on the other on the other podcast, but one of the shows that I bought tickets for was to go see George Strait, Willie Nelson, and Randy Rogers down in Austin. Okay. So that's that's going to be a good show. Uh, but one of my all-time favorite bands, the Turnpike Troubadours, is reuniting. And my all-time favorite band, Reckless Kelly. So Turnpike Troubadours and Reckless Kelly, along with a band called Shovels and Rope, are playing a show at Red Rocks in Colorado. Oh, in I've May. heard that's a great place to see a show. Yeah, and I have never been to Red Rocks. I have never been to Colorado. And the opportunity to see Turnpike, Reckless, at Red Rocks. That's in May. So I bought tickets and and I think we had the discussion what are the most expensive tickets that I've ever bought and I didn't really know the answer. I know the answer now. Um, it's this for sure. They're the most expensive tickets I've ever bought. And uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'll be sitting on the third row. Yeah. Um, dead center, third row, dead center at Red Rocks to go see the reunion of Turnpike Troubadours and my favorite band, Reckless Kelly. I mean, I can't wait, but I spent a good, good mortgage payment on it for sure. And Whoa, that was really, uh, man, it was not cheap and, and still got to fly there. So luckily my wife's uncle lives there about 20 minutes from Red Rock. So I can, we're just going to stay there. So that'll save a little money. Well, that's good. And now I'll just be eating uh canned beans and ramen for the next four or five <laughs> months to make up for it. But yeah, I, I wasn't going to miss it. I I was not going to miss this opportunity. So well, now, uh, when now really when good. when is that trip? Uh, May, mid May. Okay, because we'll have to have a recap uh, of that experience. Yeah, we can have that roll out for our June first, our June first episode. Because yeah, uh, yeah that time of year is a lot of Red Rock shows in the summer. Yeah, that's when it kicks off, and and there are like I said, I. I 
Red Rocks has been on my to-do list for years and have never been. And it was just that, honestly, it was that combination of Turnpike, Reckless, and Red Rocks. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to spend the money, if I'm going to know that I've spent more money on a show than any other show ever, this is the one to do it because I love those bands and, and that trip is a destination and that is going to be an experience. So I'm looking forward to going there. And I think we may go a day or two early so that we can go visit like Garden of the Gods. Oh, yeah. Um, things like that. Things that I've never seen. And I just, I really want to go. Yeah, it's a bucket list trip for sure. Yeah, exactly. So it just becomes a whole deal. So really that was the, that was the Christmas right there. I spent it on that experience. What about you? Anything, anything excellent? You got a mean green hat. Okay. I, I saw that. Um, I saw somebody ask if you also got a nice coffee mug with you. Oh yeah. Um, the old UNT coffee mug. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. With the uh, C-shaped handle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What does that mean, Bob? I don't, I don't understand. Well, some people like to hear Mean Green Games on the radio, but I like to see, like to see UNT, UNT actually games. play on TV. Right. Sure. Whatever, yeah. In person. Yeah. Well, Millerman, it's been another successful episode, I think, or we'll just tell ourselves that. And I well, think we'll, I mean, it's not as good as the last one because it's just me and you. We don't have that, uh, that additional interaction. Um, maybe next month we have a guest. Right. And we only remembered about. we were doing this about a minute before we started. So we, yeah, yeah no, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. But I feel like we filled it in nicely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen, good luck on your gashing today. I hope that you gash well. All right. And, uh, you know, happy new year, Millerman, to yourself, you and your family. And um, back at you to all yeah. the blends. And we'll uh, we'll have the new year start off right with uh, Ramblin' Roy. This is Ramblin' Roy Miller reminding you to keep it country and so long for now. Pausable Deniability is a production of Lukewarm Tallboy Studios. Oh, Mike.